0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we say RIP to SCU. It is Lost in the Midcard. Welcome. We are here on this glorious mid-May episode of Lost in the Midcard. A couple weeks out from Double or Nothing. We got an Impact Plus pay-per-view on the way Saturday with Under Siege. No word if Steven Seagal is going to show up. We'll probably have to wait till Saturday for that. At the end of the show, Matt and I will run down the card, give you our predictions. Of course, the big six-way dance to determine who faces Kenny Omega for the impact world championship the big one there uh so we'll break down that card go over some headlines go over some tv and much more but first thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host enabling us to be on itunes spotify any of your favorite podcasting apps all you got to do is search for lost in the mid card hit that subscribe button that way you know every time a new episode comes your way typically every thursday like this one it's been a while since we've been on a normal rotation but uh we are back on our normal thursday episode and um Make sure you subscribe that way you know anytime uh, we uh, change it up. Uh, Sometimes scheduling and whatnot gets in the way. So we come at you on a Friday, maybe on a Wednesday. You never know. So it's always good to subscribe. We're also on the YouTube. Uh, Please give us a a subscribe there, man. Try to get to uh, uh, enough subscribers to uh, have our own website link uh, um, on YouTube. Uh, But for now, we'll have to tell you to go to facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard or the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. Go to the pin post there to find our YouTube links for the video version of the podcast. And uh, while you're at it, give us a thumbs up, comment on the videos, uh, help us out a little bit there, and uh, give us a subscribe so we can get those uh, numbers up for uh, our own little website. I am your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at RawFShowTime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Happy Mirror Day. Have, oh, yeah.
1: It's Rusev Day.
0: He hasn't said Miro Day, uh, so in the gimmicks, so we we'll just have to go with Rusev Day there. New TNT champion, but geez, that wasn't a surprise, Matt, was it? No, yeah, we've been kind of calling it for weeks, but
1: like, like I also say all the time, predictability when it's done right isn't a bad thing.
0: Yeah, we'll get into uh, the main event of Dynamite, but first, let's start off with the kickoff of Dynamite. Uh, John Moxley and. Japanese legend Yuji Nagata, Matt. Holy fuck, was this good! Um, so much fun. For 53 years old, the man can put on some moves, put on a a compelling match. Uh, my God, I hope we get more of Nagata in AEW. Man, that was some good shit, pal. Um, well, can but... anytime they want to bring New
1: Japan guys over to Wrestle in Dynamite, I don't, I do not have a problem with that.
0: Nope, not at all um a lot of people bitching like what the fuck is this song uh a wild thing of course classic by the troggs from the 1960s uh made famous by uh a band uh i can't remember who i don't i thought it was joan jet at first but i don't think it was but they played it of course in major league for wild yeah. thing ricky vaughn yeah. uh a lot of people uh complaining thinking moxley's theme got replaced no i don't I'm pretty sure. You was think people
1: re- were complaining? I oh. didn't see anybody complain on my timeline. Everybody
0: thought it was great. I saw a lot of complaints. It was probably the uneducated that were complaining because obviously it was a tribute to Japanese deathmatch legend Onita, um, who's used the song. A lot of people thought he, that there were uh, his uh, his song got replaced, kind of like Orange Cassidy. It I don't might, think so. it might be. I don't think so. I think this was a tribute to Onita for this match with Nagata i think that's all this was we'll go back to your regular... i guess so i guess
1: we'll find out eventually i don't <laughs> yeah. know man i could definitely see them one one in one in a song like that for uh for live crowds and everybody. live crowd you know, it would be hot home, the yeah. wild thing type thing i, yeah. I like a, like a jam-packed crowd a double or nothing and you know everybody's singing along like i don't know man It'd I, be cool. I think it I think it could happen.
0: It'd be cool. I just don't it doesn't fit Mox at all to me. I could I get a one off because of the tribute, but um I with, with the tribute to Anita, but uh you know, I I, I don't I don't know if uh, I I would I don't know if I'd necessarily be a fan of it uh uh well, I mean if Mox
1: if Mox wants it it's his choice. Yeah. And if t- and at the same token if Tony Khan wants to pay for it. <laughs>
0: That's also his choice. Hey, Colin, by the way, why don't you please pay for some cult of personality, please and thank you. Oh, play, uh, uh, pay for some final countdown, too, please and thank you. Those are just I, think my...
1: when, I think when they finally have Thunder Rosa under contract, he's going to get that ACDC track.
0: Oh, Thunderstruck? Yeah. That'd be badass. Because the, the crowd even
1: chants sometimes when she's out there, they're like, Thunder! Yeah. I think... I wouldn't invest in it right now because you don't have her under contract.
0: But you know, I
1: say when her deal with NWA is up, (laughs) if you can lock her down, I see Khan going out and and paying for that track.
0: I don't, I don't foresee uh, a situation where she does not sign with AEW. I think it would be, I think
1: it would be insanity on her part to go anywhere else.
0: I find it interesting that they're still doing the whole, NWA women's championship thing on, on AEW with power back in play. But I think my well, guess
1: Deeb is a contracted AEW talent.
0: Yeah. My guess so... is my guess is deep's going to drop it to thunder and Thunder's going to drop it to Camille, uh, is going to be my guess. I think that's what, I think that's what we're going to get with that title. Um, that would probably be the most likely scenario of them all is, uh, is that that kind of scenario
1: i i couldn't tell you because i haven't watched a single episode of the didn't relaunch of power so me,
0: me either i I'm don't not. know a
1: damn thing that's going on over there to be perfectly uh, honest and i'll I'm, be i'll be quite frank i don't care
0: i'm not gonna pay for it i would have paid for it a year ago when it was you know when
1: the roster was different yeah like yeah. i don't care about their roster they have right now
0: no i mean they I, did like, not
1: i liked i like the fact that taryn Torrells. And Velvet Sky are over there, but as far as I know, I, I don't believe either of them are wrestling. I think no. Velvet's a commentator, and I think T- Taryn's doing like managerial stuff, like Molina's doing. So, like, like if you're not gonna, they're not gonna wrestle. Like, I don't care. Like, and I don't care to pay for a a company that in 2021 is pushing Brodus Clay and Chris Masters. I just don't care yeah I like just, i just don't fucking care
0: so so uh this week's nwa we got a uh, matthew mims no idea who he is no clue. Uh, took on uh, matt cross who's a, a good talent he was in lucha underground uh, as son of havoc uh number one that was a number one contenders match for the tv title um matthew mims uh yeah I have no idea who this dude is uh Go to like pro fight db wow uh apparently he's only wrestled in the nwa so great <laughs> um and
1: they expect us to like i'm sorry like this would be something i would i would i might check it out on youtube if it was on there for free
0: yeah
1: but there's uh, there's no fucking way i would pay to watch what they're putting the content they're putting out right now
0: just no freaking way you got aaron stevens who's great um uh, it looks like may valentine's with him now uh he's i thought
1: she was i thought she was the backstage interviewer
0: oh oh she was okay never mind yeah she was interviewing him yeah the way it was worded was kind of weird uh sal speaking of may valentine sal rinaldo he was like he was in uh 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 whatever that stable was called with uh aldis and uh he was also ha- he was with uh may valentine uh took on kratos who i don't you know got a war i don't know uh apparently kratos is feuding with aaron stevens but i have no, I have no idea what kratos is kratos uh, is
1: a, hell, a Kratos Hell of a pickup man they're making that sony money now
0: yeah right right uh and jacks dane against slice boogie false count anywhere was your main event who uh, yeah
1: I'm not paying for this. If I want to watch a bunch of people that I don't know that will eventually could be, could become something. I'll watch a W darker elevation.
0: Yeah. And, you know, free, I just, where it's free.
1: Why? Yeah, exactly. Why the fuck would I, why the fuck would I pay for this?
0: Cause like, okay, Jack's day never heard of him, but he's like two years younger than me. And I'm 41. Do the math. Um, but he didn't, he started wrestling really late in his career. Uh, not until 2012, uh, So he was 31 when he started his career and it's all been in the NWA uh, a little bit of new Japan, a little bit of like a cup of coffee and ring of honor and impact like he, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, who, and then slice boogie. I've heard of the name, but I mean, it's not like I'm going to, he's going to make me want to pay money to see him, you know?
1: Yeah. I like I, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, I mean, I, I look, I'm, I'm assuming that fight is paying them a very large sum of money, but I don't know if fights seeing a return on their investment. I mean, like I, I can't, I, I can't imagine that for whatever fight decided to pay the NWA for this product. I can't imagine that they're that they've seen that they've seen their money come back. No, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know, man.
0: Five dollars a month.
1: No, thank you. There's plenty of other things I could spend five dollars a month on. And yeah. Feel I, like I'm getting my money's worth.
0: I don't have time enough as it is to even watch Elevation or Dark. I I don't I just don't.
1: I'm I not... try to turn on elevation on Monday nights. Like like you know when I'm winding down at the end of the evening. I don't watch dark on Tuesdays. But I, I do I do try to say, I do try to catch elevation every week. I feel it's the more important show.
0: Is it okay? I feel,
1: and I feel more more stars are on there, and I and I oh, really yeah. enjoy I really enjoy Paul White's sit down interviews. Oh, okay. Uh, with the upcoming talent that he does on there every week, and like introducing them, and you know giving them a character background and stuff like that, I think it uh mm-hmm. I think it really helps you care about the stars you end up seeing and compete on the program. So, um, you know, I I think I think Elevation is a really good show every week. I don't really watch Dark anymore.
0: How long is Elevation usually?
1: Normally, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Normally, like yeah. that. Yeah. I would say that's probably their average runtime. And you know, I just I turn it on like around midnight, like when there's nothing on TV. Yeah. I'm just chilling. You know, my bedroom winding down for the night. Um. Yeah, and i it's it's enjoyable. I, to be look to be perfectly honest, it's I, I like it more than I
0: like Raw. Well, that's a low bar. So, it's funny how Raw keeps inc- keeps getting better every week over the past month, but it's like so incremental you don't even notice it. It's like okay, this week was better than la- or this week was better than last week, but like barely, and that's still a low bar. So, I mean, it's still a long three hours that you know, even with DVR, because I I didn't start it till about an hour and a half later, and so I just watched it all on DVR, and that still felt like a, a long time.
1: I'm just, dude. I'm I'm tired of all the repetitiveness on Raw. I feel like I'm watching the same fucking matches every week. i have just, I've had enough of it. Just, just show me, show me a little bit of originality, please. Like, I'm not asking for much. Your Raw ro- WWE's roster is so big. Like, I do not need to see the same matches week after week after week on that program. I, it's it's yeah. just it's. It's become tiresome, man.
0: I, I I think they're finally starting to get out of that rut. I mean, I I I mean, it's not a compelling feud by any means, but you know, they're doing something with Angel Garza and and uh, Drew Gulak, which
1: don't worry, they'll run that in the ground in a month.
0: Yeah, you know, it's so just, like, just that, like they do everything else. That's the problem. It's it's two guys that have been sitting on the sidelines for way too long. So at least it's they're getting a little bit of time for a feud. So hopefully, uh, you know. Things get better there. Uh, back to Dynamite. Alex Marvez interviewing three fifths of the inner circle. They said uh, Jericho was out after his fall off the cage. Wink, wink. Uh, and uh, and Santana was in jail because of the fork incident. Um. And uh,
1: I'm assuming he's sick or something, and they wanted a storyline reason why he wasn't there.
0: Yep, or had to leave. That's, that's,
1: uh, that's the only thing I can. That's the only thing I can assume. Yeah, something
0: happened there. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out. Uh, exactly the announcement I expected him to make with uh, a match against Anthony Agogo at Double or Nothing. Uh, God was da- it too long? The promo? Yes.
1: Ah, I liked it. I thought it was like two minutes too long. Nah, I liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked the overall promo. Yeah. But there was a point in the middle of it. I was just like, get to the point, Cody.
0: <laughs> you uh, know,
1: and, you know, and then he really picked it up and, you know, and, and hammered it home and, and delivered at, it at the end. Like, but like there, there were, there was a point like early, midway through the promo, like, come on, Cody, get to the point, please.
0: <laughs> um, Pretty cool uh cody says at double or nothing he will not be the american nightmare but rather the american dream uh something that only he or his brother could don i thought that was pretty cool to fit um to tie in with a go-go trashing america and everything like that i think it is very uh very cool i liked it a lot that he'll be known as the american dream cody rhodes at double or nothing nice touch there Tag team championships on the line, Young Bucks and SCU. And uh, no surprise, these four guys have been up and down the roads with each other for a long time. Knew they were going to have a good match. Jesus Christ, Daniels got busted open, didn't he?
1: it looked like the hard way too. Like I could be wrong. Oh, that shit was
0: pouring out of his But face. It,
1: it looked like he got busted up the hard way,
0: man. Oh, it was pouring out of his face. And then, uh, and then when, uh, uh, either Matt or Nick mounted him and, and they busted it open the hard way again, <laughs> it's like, that I knew that was definitely busted open the hard way again, after it kind of, the bleeding kind of slowed down and, and Daniels was in the ring to do, uh, uh, to try to uh, to make the miraculous comeback, which uh, didn't happen. I liked how he went for the BME, and uh, he you know he was so bloodied up, and, and he couldn't pull it off. And but then he pulled it off again. Um, I was very surprised that the aerosol can did not end the match. So then I thought, oh shit, maybe something crazy is going to happen. But now the BTE trigger happened right after that, and Young Bucks get the win, retain the titles. SCU has is no longer. Uh, of course, Scorpio sky turning and heel and now Daniels and Kazarian known as the addiction for the longest time, uh, um, uh, bad influence. Was that the uh, other name they were known as? Yeah. In, uh, impact. Yeah. And of course, SEU, which became a, a phenomenon for the past few years with ring of honor and AEW. Uh, it's a shame, Matt, but, uh, you know, all good things come to an end, right?
1: I man, I never wanted to see SCU end, So no. it was, it was, kind of, it was a bittersweet bummer to me because I really enjoyed the match. Yeah, but you know, just just the idea that I'm never going to see SCU again just really <sighs> kind of fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. So yeah, it does. Um,
1: yeah, mixed mixed feelings coming out of that match. I think it should have closed the show. Personally,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and I because I feel like Miro winning the title earlier on in the night. And then that closing gives more people like, oh, my God, maybe SCU is going to win. Yeah. Like, it's mid mid to the main event because SCU is going to, you know, shock the world and win. In hindsight. I I think it was a lot more evident earlier on, putting it earlier on in the show, that SCU wasn't winning the titles. Yeah. Or they they would have main evented.
0: And in hindsight, we thought Miro was going to just kill Darby, but then it turned out to be. Uh, oh, well, did, there's a re- there's a
1: reason for that too.
0: He, he did kill Darby, but then he it, it turned out to be a tremendous match with uh, with Darby doing what Darby does. The but impossible... I
1: don't I don't think he was meant to be. What do you mean? The Orange Cassidy got legit hurt tonight. Oh yeah. Um, oh,
0: the, he got le- oh, he got legit. Oh, he got legit. Oh yeah,
1: Th- that that power bomb thing fucked yeah, yeah. him off. Apparently he's okay now, yeah. But the original finish for that match yeah. was a twenty-minute draw.
0: Yeah, Mike Johnson reported, which, yeah, on that. which
1: was going to turn it into a triple threat match, um, at Double or Nothing. So they called it on the fly to get Omega involved because they didn't want to eliminate uh, Orange from the pay per view. Yeah, and just have Pac pin him. So that that took away like that freed up like eight minutes of the
0: show. Yeah, I read up. And they're like, oh
1: I, fuck! What, ah, what? So we're gonna
0: what, have Darby Darby work from behind like he always does,
1: and that's why I think that's why Miro beat the fucking shit out of him for a, a while. good eight to ten minutes. It felt like before the bell yeah. even rung and the match even started.
0: Which was a brilliant. And I feel
1: thing. like they were just trying to, but they were trying to eat up that time that they ended up not having from that match
0: and that was a brilliant thing too because we knew the stipulation Darby had to defend the belt or else he was going to forfeit it so it was almost a brilliant strategy by Miro to come out of the gate and just beat the shit out of him before the bell even rang because he knew that Darby had to defend the title at some point I didn't realize they called it because of pack uh, or of Cassidy getting hurt um, yeah then I read what Mike John I read what Mike Johnson said I just I didn't read it I guess I, re- I read it wrong what Mike Johnson reported on and um, thought that they just called an audible to save time. I didn't realize it was because he was hurt. So, and and so, so he gets hurt. That's a, what a, what a brilliant, um, what a brilliant call on the fly by probably Tony Khan say, Hey, Kenny, get out there uh, and uh, cause the DQ. You know, that, 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 that was kind of a brilliant move on the fly. I thought, because it
1: felt
0: felt like a, a legit, you know,
1: It felt like Kenny's promo Afterwards was kind of off the cuff Like they were, I feel like they were Really spitball and they didn't really know what they Were doing there, yeah. like they didn't know what they Were going to say because it really wasn't the plan For no. how it was supposed to go But Fightful, like said, in, in, in an Update on Orange Cassidy, we're told that he's okay Now, but an audible was called on the fly To adjust the finish of the match with Pack But it became clear that Orange Cassidy was hurt And trying to fight through it, a change was called That would preserve Cassidy's spot in the AW in the ADW double or nothing match, the three way title match was always the plan. But the two were supposed to originally go to a Broadway. twenty minute draw.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Which I, I was, think
1: we called. Well, I think we called that last week, didn't we?
0: I think that
1: we we thought we they called would go, triple to go to a draw.
0: We called triple threat. Yeah, I saw. I I I'd have to go back to the tape, but I I know there was triple threat in the in, in the prediction of either you or me. Um. In that, so hey, I'm all for that, man. that's gonna be a hell of a triple threat um all for it uh obviously omega's gonna win, but i we're we're all wait it's all gonna be uh building to to hangman and Omega whenever they decide to do it uh speaking of that uh double or nothing title shot, that was what was next, so we basically ran all that down uh young bucks um uh well eddie King, eddie kingston this was after the uh, scu match uh eddie kingston and john moxley destroy the elites locker room and then eddie kingston tells john moxley to destroy the bathroom and no it's not trashing it it's to take a big ass dump in it i thought that was fucking hilarious um we go. Uh the Young Bucks then are angry that their uh locker room's been vandalized. So they set up the challenge at double or nothing. But first, they are going to take on the number one ranked varsity blondes for the tag team championships next week. Uh so be kind of it'll be cool to see those guys get a tag team title shot. I'm a big fan of of Garrison and uh and uh, Pillman. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? And um of course, obviously, they're not going to win that match. So then eventually no. it'll be for the titles at Double or to Nothing. Me, to du- me,
1: it's just another title match to pad their stats before Double or Nothing.
0: Yeah, you, you think it, it'll it'll end up being a, a a title match by the time we get there, right?
1: I mean, they didn't say They, they didn't come out and say it was going to be a title match because clearly they have
0: the match next week.
1: Because they have the title match next week. But yeah, it's going to be for the titles. And I think the titles might change.
0: I think so, too. So... Shit. Damn right, John. uh had a little uh segment with adam page in the dark order uh challenging brian cage adam page challenging brian cage to a ima- rematch at double or nothing we got the uh the pinnacle coronation tolly blanchard with a fucking great promo love it uh mjf getting interrupted by honking horns again somebody getting interrupted by honking horns uh people like to honk their horns on aew i guess uh,
1: well, that the, in your outdoor, and it, so that was in your outdoor venue, pal.
0: Hawking that horn was Sammy Guevara driving a golf cart. Ironically, uh, it was more like a Gator. It wasn't a golf cart. That was kind of a Gator ATV type of deal. Uh, pulling a trailer uh, with a little bit of the bubbly on it. You saw a little gun on there. And uh, I, I think we got a little, I, I had a feeling we had a little Stone Cold Steve Austin tribute there uh mjf made fun that there's only three of them but then jericho was hiding in the back with his arm in a brace uh and uh challenging him the pinnacle to a rematch and mjf still said no so sammy gave them a lot of bit of the bubbly as a uh he showers the ring with uh with all the pinnacle taking uh taking all the good the good bubbliness and um mjf says all right motherfuckers and i predicted this on the show earlier i go i feel like a stadium stampede match is coming and sure enough there it is mjf i might i think i might have said it on the show last week too that i felt like they would they're going to rematch in a stadium stampede and sure enough here we are uh stadium stampede at double or nothing between inner circle and the pinnacle but if the inner circle loses they have to disband but um yeah i fully intent I, I fully believe inner circle is going to win probably set it out uh, set up an all-out uh rematch a rubber match for all out don't you think Matt?
1: yeah i, I don't you can't break up the inner circle right now so that 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 would to me that wouldn't make any that wouldn't make any fucking sense so yeah
0: yeah i think we're i think it's gonna do a rubber they'll get a rubber match at all out uh thunder rose in a squash match uh, then they talked about Jade Cargill from, uh, um, uh, what was that dark or was that Elevation that Mark Sterling came? It up was with? Elevation. Okay. Um, like I said, are, there's, are they... there's there's storylines on Elevation. Like, weren't there any? Were there story, kind of storylines on Dark? A little bit. Not many. Okay. To me,
1: anyway, like I feel like there's a lot more story being done on.
0: I have to try to make a better Being effort.
1: Being done on elevation,
0: of course, with moving and trying to get stuff organized. I mean, I and almost... I
1: think I think I know who's going to eventually manage Jade. Who? Selena Del Renta.
0: Awesome, as uh, she is now no longer with them. Exactly. That would be fucking great. She is a great. She's great. I hope yeah. AEW gets her
1: I think I think they would be a hell of a pairing
0: Oh fuck yeah uh... She can
1: really talk Since Jade can't Like Jade's a pre-tape machine You gotta pre-tape Jade You can't give her a live mic You can give Selena a live mic and you're not gonna have a problem And you can yeah. just let Jade look Impressive and kick ass And less is more as far as speaking goes I think it would be an excellent pairing
0: Oh hell yeah well, yeah, I'm all for that. Um uh, after the uh Jade Cargill promo, we got the main event, which we already kind of pretty much ran down. Miro beating up Darby. <laughs> uh M- Miro beating up Darby. Um all sorts of fun stuff. And uh I like the f- I like the fist bump with Sting and Darby. That was kind of a cool, cool little thing. Um I think they're finally booking Miro the way that they need to. Um, it was a tremendous turned into a tremendous match. So uh if this was supposed to be a complete destruction squash, which we expected and probably wanted, uh we still we ended up getting a good match out of it because of of the unfortunate injury to Orange Casty. So um, you know, Darby always does well uh basically coming out of impossible odds to to challenge in a match, and he he did the same thing here with Miro. After the match, Page and Sky attack Sting. Uh, they're playing off a uh, Sting having a gimpy leg. Um, and so they attacked that. The Dark Order then uh, chased them off. So we're starting to kind of get a, in a, a, li- a little bit of an alliance with the Dark Order and Sting um, with Darby Allen. And uh, then Lance Archer comes out. It uh, looks like we're going to probably double or nothing, get Lance Archer and Miro for the TNT title. And boy, I'm all for that. That's gonna That would be a good match there. So, uh one thing i forgot uh yet another good sit down interview with jim ross and dr Britt baker ahead of her title match as well um but yeah matt once again yet another good yet another good dynamite in the books huh
1: thought, yeah thought it was a great
0: episode uh number one show in cable last week with blood and guts the first time they've ever been number one in all of cable Uh, so that's a a pretty good accomplishment we'll see uh uh, where they land in the uh in the ratings tomorrow or uh today as you are listening to the show or you know whatnot may 13th thursday is when of course the ratings will come out for that weren't good for uh weren't good for nxt we'll get to that in a little bit shocking i was
1: shocked when i saw those numbers
0: Uh, NXT happened this week, Tuesday. It was so, yeah, we'll talk about the numbers later in headlines, but NXT itself happened, uh, which was, uh, yeah. Weird that there were, uh, bad ratings for it. Worst ratings since they moved to Tuesday because, uh, two title matches on the show. um, I thought, I thought it was a really good show. It was a good show. Yeah. uh, I,
1: I was, when I, when I saw those numbers this afternoon, I'm like, what the fuck,
0: uh, kickoff uh with and cross and austin theory of course that led uh the, there's a little bit of a lead-up to this over the past couple of weeks um decent little match there uh, theory getting a little bit of off and send thanks to johnny gargano's interference but of course in the end no surprise and cross with the uh with the win there Uh Carrie, I I loved I love this visual of Cross just standing in the ring staring at Gargano and then there's Finn Balor basically side by side with him. I, I love that visual. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh Finn wants a rematch. Cross says, let's do this, I believe what, two weeks? Is that when that's coming?
1: Yeah, two weeks. Which is really
0: weird since freaking
1: takeover in your house. It's is the thirteenth next month, I think. Sixteenth. Sixteenth. Thir- or er- no, it's the thirteenth. Thirteenth, yeah. Yeah, June thirteenth. Um, so like, if you're doing your, if you're doing your title match, you know, on the twenty fifth, the fuck, how the fuck are you gonna build another NXT championship match and in, in two weeks' time? I feel like I feel like they're they're rushing a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, initially, it's, it's, kind, it's
1: kind of weird to me.
0: Initially, I thought maybe Pete Dunne would uh, cause a, a no contest on this, but I think Pete Dunne's probably facing Kyle O'Reilly at Takeover.
1: I thought Pete Dunne might be. I thought Pete Dunne might be busy with Bobby Fish. Maybe because because
0: like like in like
1: in shoot reality, I mean, um, Fish was injured. Pete Dunne injured Fish yeah but that is so and and fish and fish told o'reilly in the ring last night that he had his own scores to settle yeah now that he was back that'll happen later so i figure the biggest score to settle would be the person who injured him
0: yeah that's gonna probably happen on nxt before takeover and then because o'reilly and dunn's gonna be more of a takeover match than fish and dunn I think
1: uh, look, look, but you don't know, dude, if they're already going to burn through the Finn cross rematch in two weeks, maybe O'Reilly's challenging it at, at in your house,
0: O'Reilly and cross. Yeah. Maybe
1: and there's, there's, there's several, there's several possibilities right now, which actually I always enjoy when, you know, it's, it's harder to figure out what the fuck they're doing.
0: Oh, hell yeah. It's a lot more fun to talk about too yeah uh any biography this weekend Shawn michaels i bet that'll be a good one i have not watched macho man or booker t yet because i don't get any anymore switching to youtube tv after i moved uh, to my new place so
1: liked the booker t one hated the savage one
0: yeah i'll have to try to catch up on those or at least go out of my way to try to get Shawn michaels watch because that's going to be a good one uh oddly enough it's on uh wrestlemania backlash so I completely forgot about WrestleMania backlash this weekend.
1: How dare you, sir!
0: Oh well, it kind of snuck up on me there. So yeah, we'll talk about that at the end of the show too.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, nobody cares
1: about the raw side of things, but I mean, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be excited to see Cesaro versus Roman.
0: Leon Ruff all full of piss and vinegar walks into William Regal's office and wants to compete. Says he's uh, been cleared to compete. Regal says you're still not getting a match. And uh, Ruff leaves in a huff. See what I did there? <laughs> I'm now
1: calling him Leon Bitchfit Ruff.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was doing that to myself, not you, Matt. Uh, when I said Ruff left in a huff. I, I, I like what they've been doing with Ruff with the swerve feud. And this week, I thought they'd I thought they did pretty good with Ruff here. Um, he's been doing pretty good, uh, considering uh, he, he weighs like a buck five. I
1: think he's turning. I think he's turning to. I. 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 I look, unless they're unless they're planning to turn him heel, I think they might be doing a disservice to his character at the moment. How so? Because, like, nobody nobody wants to cheer for a fucking bitch baby. Oh. <laughs> and that's pretty much what he is right now.
0: I didn't really see it as that, so.
1: Oh, my God, dude. He threw a temper tantrum. And Regal had to kick him out of his office. Go back and watch it, dude. He legit threw a fucking bitch fit.
0: I literally watched it three hours ago.
1: <laughs> Maybe you weren't paying enough attention to the segment.
0: MSK took on Fandango. And Breeze, which are known as a Breezango, must have lost the rights to Fandango's music because they—they've been just last couple uh, times they've been out it's just using Breeze's music.
1: Yeah, it's been weird.
0: Uh, MSK winning, no surprise. I think it was a non-title match too. It was
1: know. a non-title match. I thought it was actually like I thought it was a very good match.
0: Oh yeah, tremendous. I actually, like I said,
1: I really enjoyed NXT last night. I was I was stunned when I saw those ratings today.
0: Uh. He's in a little Fandango heel turn, but God, we got enough heel tag teams. There's not enough babyface tag teams in this. In well, this if they, if they, if they turn him heel and leave Breeze face, they might split the tag team. You think Bree Zongo splits, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that too. Cause they're both good singles wrestlers. I love Bree Zongo, Uh but they're good singles wrestlers. Well, the thing left. is, is there any, like truthfully, is there anything left? For, for Breezango to do. to do? No, they hit the, They got the titles. So yeah, I
1: mean, like unless they want to do another run, yeah, for him, it's just not going
0: to happen. There's a lot of fun, creative things they've done with Breezango, but I, yeah, I th- I think this is good. If they split, it's going to be good for both of them because they never, uh, especially Fandango. Breeze did get a little bit of a rub as a singles wrestler in NXT, but neither one of them really got going as singles wrestlers because fandango beats jericho at wrestlemania then really nothing after that um that, that's after a career in nxt where he did really not much i think he had some stuff with ec3 and shit back in the day um but never really got a push tyler breeze never really fought i don't think he ever has has ever had a shot at the nxt title um so I, a breeze zango split might be good for both guys to see to give them each at least a run or two in the singles uh, in the singles realm that they've not had before, so. Uh, da, 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 da. Gargano, we got our our weekly Gargano and, and Regal uh, segment. I love that. I love those segments. Um, uh, we got uh, Gargano against Bronson Reed, steel cage match for the uh, North American title next week. Uh, um, they announced NXT TakeOver in your house June 13th and it'll be hosted by none other than Todd Pettengill Todd uh made an appearance
1: and that's all we've got to say about that
0: I don't know how I don't know why I'm saying this but Rise is starting to grow on me I don't know why, why I'm Michael saying like a fungus it might be why well, that might be the growth part yeah uh pete dune cut a promo uh and says well carrying it across has chosen finn Balor, so i guess i need something to do uh, uh open challenge time and that's when leon ruff hits him from behind and uh, we start a match off and uh pete dune gets him in about three minutes after a referee stoppage um Vignette aired Frankie Monet's in-ring debut will be in two weeks. So that'll be great. I can't wait to see her in the ring. Uh, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross made official NXT on May 25th, two weeks. Uh, then we got NXT women's championship Raquel Gonzalez against Mercedes Martinez. Damn good. 12 minute title match. I enjoyed it Uh at no point did I think uh, Mercedes was gonna win it, but uh these two uh delivered a hell of a match, didn't they, Matt?
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was hard hitting. I thought it was really solid.
0: Waiting on that Dakota Kai heel turn. It's coming. They'll, they'll split them up
1: eventually. I don't know if it's I don't know if they're doing it right now.
0: It's coming. But- um it, it's coming. It's gonna it, it may be uh it, that might be your uh, that might be your women's title match at the at the takeover after in your house but it's coming. I've been saying it for about two months now but it's coming. <laughs> uh Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory attack Bronson Reed in the in the uh uh in the locker room and uh so then we got cameos from Scotty Tuhati and Steve Carino uh who uh, checked on Bronson Reed there. I forgot Scotty Tuhati was in NXT. I didn't even notice.
1: I I, I only noticed Carino. I didn't notice
0: Scotty Tuhati. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can hardly notice Carino anymore. You got long hair and a long beard now. Uh Isaiah Swerve Scott comes out with his new entourage. Uh I don't know if we talked about this last week. I think we did. Hit Row Records, and I said oh, it's definitely Swerves uh swerve's uh new stable uh which it was uh with uh with ashante the adonis and aj francis former uh aj francis former football player i think he played about six to eight years in the nfl played for washington and whatnot he's a big dude uh and then uh brandy um uh, what's her last name Bri- uh, brianna brandy uh i kind of like this group matt uh i like to see where this goes i i, I like it i love the vignettes that uh swerve had done from the studio uh i i kind of like uh, i kind of like this group I, I think it's gonna add something fresh to nxt and i kind of want to see where it goes what were your thoughts matt dude anything that's gonna give swerve a push mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'm, I'm good with it so yeah, me too um i like this group um Obviously, Adonis is a, a talented guy that's still kind of green. Um, you know, and AJ Francis is a big dude, uh, so uh, I, I like this group. I like this group a lot, and you kind of you kind of make it a stable. It's kind of like a record label, and that's something that you really have not really seen much in pro wrestling. So it, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, excited to to see where this goes. Oh, Swerve's definitely getting a title of some of some sort out of this, uh, whether it be North American or or even NXT. You never know. <laughs> how about the house auction Matt
1: my god
0: <laughs> oh
1: my god these segments are so fucking good oh, I, I don't know where it's leading but I'm fucking here for for the long fucking hall man like you all... don't look Cameron Grimes never needs to wrestle another match again just vignettes like, with DiBiase seriously just vignettes with Ted DiBiase <laughs> and look and here's the here's the ultimate payoff yeah, DiBiase not letting Cameron Grimes buy anything, and DiBiase gets Dibiase goes bankrupt trying to ruin Cameron Grimes' life. I don't
0: and think Grimes
1: D- then becomes the million dollar man. He, and
0: he gets the million dollar he gets the million dollar title by forfeiture. <laughs>
1: it would be amazing. Uh,
0: I don't think it's possible for DiBiase to run out of money, though.
1: I probably not, but I'm just I'm just saying. I think it. I think it would be a funny. A funny thing to do. Ted (laughs) DiBiase.
0: I hate that Ted DiBiase. Oh my God. I mean, I was always a fan of Grimes because I loved his in ring work and he's been, the character has been good. But once you put that millionaire character on, that just shot him over the top. Fucking love it. Would
1: you say it shot him to the moon?
0: To the moon. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck love it uh zoe stark vignette talking about tony storm we got kyle o'reilly against tony lorkin uh kyle o'reilly getting the win afterwards pete dune and lorkin beating up on him and welcome back bobby fish good to see old bobby fish back i haven't seen him since war games, bobby war games!
1: Fish Could bobby fish fry if bobby fish could fry fish a serious question was, was that riddle yeah it was there, it was out. riddle and
0: riddle and done <laughs> how much wood could a wood chuck chuck if chuck taylor could chuck wood um man so good to see good to see bobby back uh as matt had said they had a, a little bit of words kyle saying uh, i'm on my own now and fish says well yeah i got my own shit to take care of so but hey we're on we're on the same page. Red Dragon is always going to be on the same page, right, Matt? I, I would
1: say so. I, Red, I don't. I don't want to see those guys at each other's throats.
0: Red Dragon is forever. For people wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, well, I mean, shit. Red Dragon was a thing when we were doing our our show when we yes, back when they we talked were. about back when we talked so, about Ring of Honor. I was very anti Bobby Fish back then. You were. I met Bobby Fish. <laughs> I met Bobby Fish. When we were all when me you and I were in Dallas, I got to talk with Bobby Fish for a little bit. So good dude. Um he was just he, annoyed, stand- he dude, that dude annoyed the shit out of me in rent of Honor. Yeah. Uh he was just annoyed sta- the shit out of me. He, he was just uh he was just standing there during Supercard of Honor back in twenty fuck sixteen. Uh and he was just standing there. So I said, Hey Bobby, uh love your work. And we we chatted for a couple minutes. Kinda, I, I chatted with some like I chatted with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor that night as well and Keith Lee and Shane Taylor you remember this Matt they worked the dark match of that show and five years later look at both guys well Keith Lee's not doing much lately but Keith Lee's been a champion in WWE and and Shane Taylor has been a champion in Ring of Honor so pretty crazy how things happen huh Matt like when you meet people and you know you, you just don't know that they're gonna explode in a few years you know yeah.
1: You never know, man. You never know.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty cool to see uh, you know, we get, we could say we saw Shane Taylor and Keith Lee tagging in a dark match at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, two out of three falls between Kushida and Santos Escobar. Legado got involved early, MSK interrupted uh intercepted and uh took, and neutralized Legado and the refs sent all four men back so we ca- got it one on one. Uh, Santos Escobar with a phantom driver got the first pin literally immediately right after that. uh, Kushida with a cross arm breaker tapping out Santos. And so we went one to one for quite a while. And uh, then that third fall, man, tremendous fucking shit from these two guys. Uh, What a T what is probably one of the better television matches you're going to see was the end of NXT with uh with Kushida and Santos and uh, uh they brought it Matt good finish wasn't it
1: yeah I thought, I thought it was a really good match
0: who would you like uh if you anybody on top of your head you'd like to see challenge Kushida what I, do you do you put swerve in that or you I want to go bigger for swerve kind of
1: I mean I think it's a perfect place for Swerve to start
0: true true
1: um and honestly they ain't doing anything with Mustafa Ali and Ricochet
0: Oh my uh, god! On main,
1: main event, let them go down there and work. Could with you
0: imagine?
1: And I would love to see a triple threat between those three men for that title. Uh, I just think it would be incredible.
0: And, and and we've seen rumors of Daniel Bryan wanting to work NXT if he stays with the company. Imagine him in that division too. We're we're talking like WCW levels of talent in that fucking division, aren't we? If if you if all those guys came together, I mean, imagine that
1: would be
0: nuts man i mean that would be juventude mysterio guerrero malenko all over again man uh somebody listening please uh you know get these guys off of main event and catering and put this division together on nxt and maybe you might bump yourself up from what that that low number you had this week because holy fuck that's a great idea matt I have one every now and then. Yeah. Uh, so NXT, great show, tremendous. Uh, uh, what what was this called? A, a throwback SmackDown or Flash? Oh, I don't know. Whatever the fuck, fo- old school SmackDown. We'll call it. Um. Uh, well, you know, any. I I've learned my lesson not to get excited for old school whatever Raw or SmackDown. Matt. Well,
1: this this wasn't a WWE call.
0: No, it was a Fox call.
1: Yeah, this was uh this was the Fox was doing something with their NASCAR. With their programming that week. So everything was doing like, the whole old school thing. So WWE just kinda went went along with it. Yeah. So okay. I mean th- like I don't I don't even blame uh I, I don't blame WWE on this one. This was a this was a Fox mandate and they were just falling in line with their with their people. I actually really, I thought, I thought SmackDown was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed the show and I thought I uh, thought Teddy long uh, added a great deal to it. So yeah, I
0: liked, I liked the Teddy long and Sony Deville segments. Those are, those are really good. Uh, it's just, you know, the classic part of it, but yeah, you're right. But I mean the, the classic raw, the, the last few times it's just been, we show the same clips and maybe bring out the same people and do some backstage segments. It's never been fresh the last four or five times they've done it and uh, so this one was no no exception it was a good show though but the old school part of it you know you know wasn't it, there wasn't much to it uh i liked pat mcafee dressing as a, a billy a billionaire <laughs> and uh michael cole dressing as uh i don't know what was Cole dressed as i have no idea okay I, I was trying to think of what pat mcafee called him but it was funny Pat McAfee's hilarious. Hey, we start off with Roman Reigns because I mean it's SmackDown, so we just start off with Roman Reigns, right? But welcome back, Jimmy Uso. Um, and uh, then Cesaro interrupted, and they uh, start brawling. I uh, I, I said this on uh, Friday on the Twitter. I go. Yeah, I wonder if Jimmy's gonna fall in line. Uh, I won't be so. Su- I uh, uh, I would not be surprised, Matt, if we get Jimmy versus Jay at SummerSlam. And then I was I I do uh, I've been filling in for Smack Talk on Sports Kita, which airs live after SmackDown with uh, Ricky Chino and Dutch Mantel, uh who uh, f- uh, formerly managed Jack Swagger, Jake Hager. Yeah, and Rick. Said, uh, Rick interviewed J- uh, Jay not too long ago, and Jay said it would be his it would be a dream to face his brother in a match. So I think we're going to head to that probably towards SummerSlam, Matt.
1: I don't know if they'll drag it out that long.
0: Yeah, money maybe money in the bank. Yeah, I think it's major enough to have it in front of a crowd at SummerSlam. But meh, whatever.
1: They could be back as a tag team by SummerSlam.
0: <laughs> Kiss and make up. They both turn on Roman. Um, Teddy Long, of course, coming out on stage and uh, on a throwback smackdown and said that Adam Pierce gave him the, theory, the authority that if Cesaro beats Seth Rollins, then he gets to face Roman Reigns for the universal title at WrestleMania Backlash. I thought he was out there to make a tag match. No. Uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, uh, no surprise, put on a hell of a match, no surprise, Cesaro winning with a neutralizer. So he will uh, go on to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania backlash. Our prediction, uh, for that will happen at the end of the show. And, uh, next up we got, uh, Seth Rollins, um, in, uh, Roman Reigns' office and, uh, saying that uh that son of a bitch jimmy cost him the match it says that him and roman go way back but does not like what happened but roman says he does not like what happened either and um so there you go i thought it was pretty cool to see those two do a kind of a segment together since you know obviously all the history with the shield now they're both heels i thought it was pretty cool to see them do you think they'll they'll work together a little more in the future matt
1: I mean, Seth Rollins kind of feels directionless at the moment, so probably. Yeah. Like, I really can't tell you what Seth Rollins' current storyline is.
0: Uh, There is not one?
1: Yeah. Well, there you
0: go. Uh, Of course, uh, with uh, Throwback SmackDown, we got uh, throwback clips and probably one of the best SmackDown segments ever. Price check on jackass. (laughs) God, that is – Matt, when we hit December 13th this year – that will have been twenty years ago when Booker T got attacked by Stone Cold in the supermarket. Woof. December thirteenth of oh one. Oh, I love that. That was a great segment. You
1: feel you feel old yet?
0: I, I I feel old when I saw the this morning that the Foo Fighters got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Teddy long talking to Sonya Deville, no Adam Pierce this week. Uh, So Teddy is working with Sonya. Uh, Sammy Zane came in and uh, was hoping Teddy would give him a match for the intercontinental title. But Teddy said, you're going one-on-one with the undertaker. Whoops. Teddy got all his shit in today, this week, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah, he did. But, um, Teddy said it's gonna be a ten man tag player um i wonder if I wonder if Teddy said King Booker on on purpose I think he did probably you never know maybe teddy's teddy's stuck in that time who knows Uh, we got the old, uh, uh, Jimmy is not nobody's bitch. So obviously you see the rift with Jimmy and, uh, Roman Reigns. Um, good to see uh, Ruby, Wright, Russell Carmella. Oh wait, it lasted all at three minutes. Christ. Uh, they showed a classic clip from O2 when, uh, Edge and Hulk Hogan beat Billy and Chuck for the tag titles. And uh, we got a uh, another clip from the past, of course, when Brock Lesnar and Big Show and the Superplex that imploded the ring, which was fucking cool at the time because uh, it was nothing we'd ever seen before. Taz almost cussing on air. Uh, Bailey did a thing running down uh, women's uh, the past great women's champions, and then uh, mentioning herself. Uh, all setting up uh, her match with uh, Bian- Bianca Belair. Bianca comes out, and um, they get into it a little bit there. Uh, we got more of Jimmy and Jay, and uh, all how that how that's uh, coming out. I kind of like how the, how that's uh, coming out there. Um, of course we got to got anytime we do a classic show, we got to show the ruthless aggression segment that uh led john cena to the beginning of his career and and undertaker giving him props uh we got dominic mysterio Dolph ziggler that was a real quick match of course we got the tag title match uh, coming up at wrestlemania backlash where uh, we'll give our prediction there uh Promotional consideration paid for by uh, WWE Ice Cream Bars. I probably pissed off Phil. Tamina took on Reginald. Why? Why, Matt? Why? I got nothing. Uh, And then the 10-man tag was interesting because two guys that were not involved in a storyline were the ones involved in the pinfall when Baron Corbin hit the end of days on Nakamura.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that at all
0: probably your kickoff show match at backlash i bet i mean why why else would you have two guys the, the only two guys that weren't in stories or were in there so okay uh roman reigns then um ends the show and um basically uh kind of basically kind of showing that there's more uh uh that Jimmy's not quite uh ready to fall in line there and then um Cesaro comes in for the attack to close the show. So yeah, good episode of smackdown there considering like I said the classic stuff was eh, but like Matt said it was kind of thrown together. Uh Monday Night Raw starts with a a match rather than a promo, so that's that's surprising but uh Sh- Charlotte Flair and the tag champs, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, took on uh, Oscar Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose. Um, interrupted by uh, Lexa Bliss and Lily. Um, not a fan of Lily, are you, Matt? <laughs> it's so
1: fucking dumb. I didn't need to see Bray Wyatt get his gimmick stolen from him and given to Alexa Bliss.
0: Just yeah. gives me another, it just gives me
1: another reason to hate and bless. <laughs> We haven't seen fucking Bray since the Raw after WrestleMania. I know. Like, just not fucking cool that they ruined him like this. I
0: don't know what McMahon has against the Rotundas.
1: Clearly something.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, it looked like uh, Alexa put a hex on Shayna Baszler. So, uh, I hope to... Oh, my God. I just had a bad feeling, Matt. <laughs> Watch Shayna and Nia Jax retain their belts and then they take on Os they take on Alexa and Lily. Don't put it past old Vince to do that. Shut up! You can see Vince doing that, can't you, Matt?
1: I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs>
0: You just, ruined,
1: you just ruined everything.
0: Because <laughs> you know I'm right. Oh, we got a a, a segment with the New Days and, and Riddle. That's always good. And Randy Orton showing up and and uh, Riddle making ketchup jokes. Again, another example of uh, shitty booking the whole tomato thing. Christ, that was dumb. That whole tomato thing they tease mvp and uh, Strowman going into business with each other yeah whatever uh jinder mahal is back he's got the uh, uh uh well i can't remember what their their tag name was but veer and shanky and uh they they destroyed jeff hardy there you go you put jeff hardy in that cruiserweight division as well matt This is his contract he resigned, but it's probably not up for a while, is it? I don't know how long he signed. I know he yeah. signed a new deal.
1: Hopefully, it wasn't a long one, because if it was, that dude fought.
0: Yeah, bring him down to that cruiserweight division that we're going to build and and make NXT great again. Here, uh, Riddle, Randy Orton, and the New Day take on AJ, Almost Elias, and Riker. Uh, decent little match there with the good guys winning, and then after uh, after that, Randy Orton just says "fuck it" and RKO's the new day too, because <laughs> that's that's what Randy Orton does. But RK bro, still the best thing on Raw, right, Matt?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, is there really anything else good happening on Raw right now?
0: No uh Seamus took on Umberto Carrillo Carrillo got hurt so they had to call or they had to to call the match there or wave off the match basically as Carrillo could not continue uh word is Carrillo is fine though but it it didn't look good when Seamus landed on him on the outside um Cedric Alexander Shelton Benjamin um Wish it would have went a little longer. Probably could have been a little. Uh, it was a good match for what they, you know, the time they were given. I just wish it would have been a little longer. Um, Shelton Benjamin went in with the old T Bone Suplex, his finisher from way back in the day, in the early two thousands. Would you have had Cedric go over there though, Matt? Not after the way
1: Cedric buried him on the microphone last week. Yeah, Benjamin pretty much had to win, or they might as well release him afterwards.
0: Yeah, I get you. Uh, I angel Garza doing a photo shoot. Uh, that's when Gulak showed up and uh asked if uh, Garza had any respect for his profession. So, nice little lower mid card feud building there, and something that Rod needs to do uh, a little more of. And I, I kind of like that they're doing that with a, a couple of guys we haven't seen in a while. Oscar Rhea Ripley. Um, Rhea gets the clean pin on uh Oscar. I mean, almost everybody and their dog probably would have bet that Charlotte was going to get involved, but didn't happen. Uh, Rhea got the clean pen, um, which doesn't do Asuka any favors ahead of Sunday, does it, Matt? Not even a little bit. Uh, John Morrison took on Damian Priest. Uh, that was a good match. I thought uh, that was one of the better parts of Raw was uh, Priest and Morrison. Uh, they the two, them, a- the two of
1: them work really well together.
0: They do. They gave him about 15 minutes. Uh, that Miz and Morrison split's happening, too, isn't it, Matt? Yes.
1: Sooner uh, rather than later, probably,
0: too. I said uh, I said uh, Maurice was going to be the Yoko Ono of, the, of that duo, and, and sure enough, it's happening. It's a happening. I even mean, Maurice isn't even on TV
1: right now. You can't blame Maurice for this.
0: No, but it, that's when it started, is when Maurice was back on TV. That's when it all started. The beginning of the end started. Hey, we got to see Eva Marie twice. There's nothing wrong with that, is there, Matt? No, nope,
1: didn't mind it. I didn't understand why they repeated the same segment for last. <laughs> right? week, Then they gave her a new one. I'm like, all right, that, that's fine.
0: Well, because Vince assumes we can't remember shit. That's why we see the same replay five times throughout a Raw. Um, Priest beating Morrison means that he got to pick the stipulation for WrestleMania backlash, and he chooses a lumberjack match so Miz can't bitch out. uh main event lashley and drew mcintyre Uh, good main event ended in a dq with strowman uh taking everybody out uh strowman acting like he's gonna shake hands with bobby lashley and then up oh, nope gonna run in power slam your ass too so that was the end of yet another mediocre raw with some a couple of bright spots agreed
1: yeah pretty much like i dude i i raw
0: raw is bore <laughs> you like what i did there raw not a is... joke that i haven't
1: heard before sir
0: raw is raw is war Nah, raw is bore raw is bork a little bit of breaking news here um aew has announced that Individual tickets for May twenty eighth, Dynamite, and Double or Nothing will go on sale Monday morning, May seventeenth at ten a.m. You can get a combo pack of uh, for sixty dollars, and of course, uh, Double or Nothing is going to be the first full house at Daly's place for. Uh, like,
1: dude, if I say se- seriously, if I knew someone that wanted to go, like, I'd actually I'd like, dude, to get. Look, if, if you're if you're telling me I get get to go to Dynamite, the Fan Fest on Saturday, and and Double or Nothing on Sunday for sixty dollars, yeah, yeah. If somebody wanted to go with me, I think I would. I think I would go because I get my second vaccination shot on the twenty first.
0: Nice, I got mine. No, so, on...
1: I'd I'd be like by then I'd be good to go. I you
0: got know, like I got my second one on Friday and uh it affected me less than the first i was worried because i heard really these, yeah i heard all these horror stories about the second one fucking yeah how oh, the first one affected me worse than the second one wow uh, yeah arm still hurt as hell but i didn't have anything else except for that arm like uh, all
1: i got all i got from the first one was my was my arm
0: uh first I one i had else. first one i had a headache and a, a little bit of a fever
1: yeah um, I, I all all i had was a sore arm for like two two and a half days
0: yeah
1: um uh, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been fearing what what the second shot's going to do to me since everybody says that's the the worst one of the two. Yeah. yeah, like it's like legit. Like if 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 someone else wanted to go, because I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. But you know, if so, if someone else wanted, if someone else wanted to go to to get to three AEW events for fucking sixty dollars, I'd fucking go.
0: Yeah, if I like didn't, I would,
1: I would absolutely go.
0: If I didn't just take a week off from moving. Uh, cause obviously my time off is limited only being at state farm for, uh, nine months now is where I've, yeah. I've been, you know, so my time off is pretty limited. So I just took a week off. Uh, so yeah, otherwise I might, uh, I might be tempted as well, but also I don't know what my, my bill situation, I'm living on my own now again for the first time in a while. And I don't know how, how the bills are going to shake out. Don't know how much the electric bill is going to be, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's things that, you know, uh, if I would have known if I had a better uh, knowledge of what those things were expectations, then I might be persuaded to go. Um, but, oh, well. I, um, just feel like, I
1: just feel like the prices are going to go insanely high again once they're back on the road.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so like the fact that they're what they are now, it's just like, man, you know, take advantage of that. what you can. Yep. We got 60 bucks, man. I paid more than that to go to the first AEW Dynamite in DC. Yeah, so sixty bucks for three events just sounds, you know, fucking awesome. Yeah, I wish I knew some. I wish I knew somebody was going. I I would I would love to go with somebody to that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Friday night it's going to be Friday night Dynamite because of uh, NBA. NBA
1: playoffs. Yeah, yeah, dude, that would be so much fun
0: yeah i already know the 28th is already taken like there's no way i can get that off at work anyway so that's the other thing about this job is time off literally the next the the next month is already gone basically it's how quickly that stuff goes but yeah that's the way it is uh i got a job i'm getting paid so uh heading into headlines before we talk under siege and WrestleMania backlash, cover some headlines. Uh, new trademarks being filed: Evolution. No surprise that that's getting trademarked. And Veer, one of uh, Jinder Mahal's new buddies, uh, trademarked as well. Impact Wrestling has announced that they have re-signed Jordan Grace to a new multi-year deal. Um, that was announced um, during Grace's interview with the Sports or Pro Wrestling Illustrated podcast so uh jordan grace now gonna be with uh with dynamo with impact for quite a while there bear with me my all right yeah my mouse died some reason i lose connection with the mouse or some reason i don't know why maybe the battery died that's not good we'll spin it around a little bit there i got i got my mouse back <laughs> i might need to put a new battery in that thing um dario cueto is now in mlw of course with serena uh, de la renta leaving the company uh he's gonna uh, dario cueto has joined mlw and uh i think if i remember right the storyline is he had uh serena uh, selena uh kidnapped i think i think they, killed,
1: the, they, 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 they implied that he killed her off
0: yeah Cesar Duran is his name in MLW, uh, MLW has filed the trademark on the name. Um, my thing is I didn't
1: give a fuck about Lucha underground, so I sure as fuck don't care about this.
0: Uh, he was a good, he was a good, uh, boss. heel boss on Lucha. He, I thought he did really well. So, uh, that's a good get for them. Uh, going into some ratings, uh, uh, wipeout with John Cena we're out. Wow, only getting about uh NXT numbers there. The uh, last episode got 688,000 viewers on TBS. It's I've, not bad for a show that's been on for fucking forever. Yeah, like I, I feel like Wipeout's been around for
1: a really long time.
0: Yeah, it's not good with this iteration, it's too scripted. The jokes are terrible and all that fun stuff. Uh, impact got 123,000 viewers this last week, uh, up from 120,000 the previous week. Dark side of the ring premiere of, uh, Brian Pillman pulled in 272,000, uh, in comparison, Chris Benoit on season two's debut got 320. And the high mark of season two was Owen Hart at 349, which closed the season out. Smackdown uh, rebounded in a big way. Uh, they were below 2 million last week, 1.92. They got 2.157 million. Uh, so probably a lot of uh, extra people tuning in, probably for the uh, throwback Smackdown. That's probably how they, uh, one of the main reasons why they got that boost. Uh, ms and mrs continues to gain audience members uh may 10th episode of ms and mrs actually the highest they've had in almost a year and a half Seven hundred and eighty four thousand viewers which is they very... were number
1: five on cable for monday
0: which is impressive and in an 11 it's a...
1: p.m time slot yeah
0: that time slot yeah. wwe
1: took four out of the five top spots on cable on monday they took the first the top three for the three hours of Raw and they took fifth for miss and misses. Yeah. Like look, we can <sighs> look we can hate the show all we want, but that's that's fucking that's fucking cable television domination, man.
0: Yeah. Raw dipped down to one point eight one million as they continue to uh uh flounder in the the, that that range. Um demo still high at point five three um third hour uh dropped uh you know they're getting about third hour everything looking about the same for raw nxt though man dropped down to 670
1: I, i was very very surprised and i was very surprised when i saw nxt's numbers today
0: very low uh, some Peacock updates: Tough Enough seasons one, two, three, and the 2015 revival are added to Peacock now. Uh, million Dollar Tough Enough from 2004, and as well as the 2011 edition that was hosted by Stone Cold Steve Austin, still not available. Uh, but some additional Tough Enough uh, seasons are added. Uh, all Sunday Night Heat episodes, excuse me, all Sunday Night Heat episodes from August of 98 to July of 99 are that were on the network before are now on Peacock. Almost the entire run of Nitro is on Peacock. Uh, there are just a few episodes missing from 99 and 2000. Uh, they also added twenty, the top 25 greatest rivalries in wrestling history. Uh, documentary from 2013. That was also recently added. Uh, the current scheduled broadcast for Dark Side of the Rings Season 3. Uh, the uh, uh, ultraviolence of Nick Gage is going to be uh, May 13th, a collision in Korea, which was, um, uh, God, I don't even know the story about this, but uh, professional wrestlers deployed to North Korea facing a terrible ordeal. I don't even know the story behind that, Matt. You?
1: I've heard about it before, but I, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm not an expert on it, on it by any means.
0: May 27th, becoming a warrior. Uh, So about the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, June 3rd, In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith, uh, which um, is talking about uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. And uh, June 10th, Dynamite Kid. WWE has filed a trademark for an old WCW pay-per-view bash at the beach um they also filed trademarks for the names Ike Juro, no idea what that's for and Ari Sterling maybe a couple of people that are in the PC newer, newer signees or something like that possibly uh, would be my guess moving on more trademark news uh Blair Davenport has been trademarked um mm. and uh oh, good story there uh uh Kushida reuniting with his uh, family for the first time in about five months I wonder if they, I didn't know I thought they lived in Florida but maybe I guess not AEW hitting the road has been announced. Uh, they're going to hit. Uh, uh, they're going to hit uh, the James L Knight Center in Miami on Wednesday, July seventh. The HEB Center in Cedar Park, Texas, which is in the Austin area, July fourteenth, and the Curtis Coleware Center in Garland, Texas, which is in the Dallas area on july 21st i bet that miami show is gonna be nuts matt
1: you would think so yeah
0: tickets go on sale for all three shows this friday may 14th at 11 a.m eastern via aew ticket uh, i'm sorry aewtix.com so uh there you go AEW hitting the road man we're getting back to normal finally And um Paul Heyman on Twitter. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh Paul Heyman says his nomination for the Hall of Fame in twenty twenty two is the ECW audience. What do you think about that, Matt?
1: Why not? I don't care.
0: I mean, yeah. WWE Hall of Fame's
1: a joke anyway.
0: Drew Carey's in it, so you know, why not? Congratulations to Gangrel, who uh, got engaged at Yankee Stadium. How about that? Uh, Coming coming soon, WWE 2K22 Dev Diaries. Uh, Excited for that one, Matt? Nope. Because I
1: don't believe for one fucking second that the game is going to be good. Prove me wrong, guys, because I want the the game to be good, but I don't believe for one second that it's going to be.
0: I never even played 20. Never even touched 20.
1: I really enjoyed the actual story mode, but the gameplay and everything else about the game was not good. Did
0: it ever become playable?
1: I don't know. I fucking stopped playing it. I know a lot of people on, on... twitter i still see uploading creations for 2k19 so i'm gonna say no
0: good point did you ever watch the movie knives out matt
1: no but i hear batista's in the sequel yeah so. batista
0: is in the sequel according to deadline.com uh it's going to be a sequel to net on netflix uh the first Knives out very good movie murder basically a murder mystery movie that starred uh, daniel craig of uh, uh james bond fame
1: yeah, apparently Netflix paid like four hundred million dollars to get the exclusive rights to the second and third Knives Out movies, so that's why it's going to go to Netflix.
0: Yeah, if you're ever the in the mood or in the mood or hankering for a movie, Matt, check out Knives Out. It's a good one. Is it on Netflix?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I think so. <laughs> if it is, maybe I'll check it out.
0: Uh, you would almost think it would be.
1: I feel like they paid all that money to get the sequels. I would like to hope that the original one is on there because if not that's just downright silly
0: oh my god it's not is it really no what the fuck it's not wow i
1: i don't even know what to say to that (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah that is pretty dumb uh i think it's on prime video if you have prime
1: i do not do not have the prime don't think it's worth the money
0: you gotta shop, think it, i don't
1: i don't shop enough on amazon for it to be worth it for me
0: god i shop too much on amazon you gotta think it's coming to netflix soon eventually though with the, with that whole deal
1: I mean, look, if, if I shopped on Amazon more frequently, maybe it would be worth it. But I, I, I buy on Amazon so little; to me, the price is not justified for what I would use it on.
0: Uh, it has been announced that SummerSlam will take place on Sunday, August twenty-second. Location is yet to be finalized. I hear rumblings it might be MSG. Matt,
1: I've also heard California or Vegas as well. So. Stack up all your guesses. I've even heard some rumors that the pay-per-view might be as soon as August 1st. So who fucking knows?
0: It might be a daily. I
1: I guarantee you, Vince McMahon is not happy about the fact that AEW is returning to the road before they are.
0: Oh, you know, Vince has got his panties in a bunch.
1: So. (laughs) You know, with them, you know, with them setting the, the business back 30 years and all that,
0: you notice the, the, uh, there's a there's somebody going oh in the end of this clip. I think it's Jerry Lawler. Shut up! <laughs> I think it's Maybe. Byron Saxton. Might be JR. That could be an old clip.
1: Yeah, I don't no. I think uh, I
0: who knows. It's Vince. No one cares. Um <clears throat> WWE has released a trailer for RVD's Icons which will uh premiere uh right after well, I say it will premiere right after the uh, uh, WrestleMania Backlash, but it's going to be usually available in the afternoon anyways. So.
1: I, I yeah, w- be, honestly, the yeah. WWE network has really been a ruin for me. Like, I love it's to be able to just turn it on and let it stream whatever was on. was on. Great background noise and whatever. And now it's just like you turn on the pay-per-view and nothing's on afterwards. It's like, ah, thanks to the live presentation, it's done. Go fuck off
0: yeah right well, i'm like
1: well that's fucking lame yeah i
0: wish they had you a, know... i mean there's a like a there's a streaming channel but it's not like what it used to be i wish there was a streaming channel like what the network had yeah
1: yeah i admit look and maybe it'll be there by SummerSlam. true like that... maybe you know i know they keep promising all these improvements and stuff by the by the time SummerSlam rolls around so maybe it'll be there when when that happens but yeah right now for me the network just I load it up when there's a when there's live pay-per-view on. Like, I, I have no desire to turn it on at any other point now. Oh, it just watch, gets kind of, it's kind of a bummer.
0: I've been binge-watching uh, Two and a Half Men, so I have Peacock on a lot. Uh, Some bad news for the Khan family. Uh, their football club, Fulham, is going to get relegated out of the English Premier League, uh, which, uh, if you're not familiar with soccer, the bottom couple of teams in the standings for the year get knocked down to the Lesser League and so hence make a lot a lot less money and so uh that happens to fulham this year or next year they'll be in the uh, secondary league i can't remember what that's called anymore i used to follow soccer a lot more back in the day uh some updates on uh, umberto carrillo and jeff hardy multiple sources saying carrillo is okay um after uh, the bout was stopped against seamus um yeah, but oddly enough, it's almost a very similar
1: situation to what we got tonight on Dynamite.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like we're here Orange. Orange is okay, but in the moment he was he was not. And, you know, and they had to they had to call they had to call an audible. I mean, this look this just happens with live TV.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mike Johnson talking about Jeff Hardy. Uh, obviously with uh, getting jobbed to Jinder Mahal on Monday. Uh, he has uh, confirmed with the WWE source that there's a good chunk of time left on his deal.
1: Yeah, but who knows what a good chunk means? That can mean like can, that can mean like he's under contract to the end of the year. And that, uh, that's a good ch- that to me that's a good chunk of time.
0: Yeah, PW uh he signed the deal uh he uh he acknowledged last year that he signed a new deal and PW insider was told it was 2 to 3 years.
1: Which I'm guessing
0: it was probably two. Good. In my opinion. In what he acknowledged it
1: months after he signed it too. Like when he acknowledged that he'd signed a new deal, like he had signed the deal months prior. Yeah. So like to me, by like this time next year, he's probably not going to be under a contract anymore.
0: Speaking of which, where's the Hardy family office been lately? Or is, is, uh, is uh, a that close to being uh, due?
1: They were on elevation.
0: Oh, I need to. Yeah. Okay. I need to try to get into that.
1: Private Party and Matt Hardy were both on Elevation Monday.
0: They haven't been on Dynamite in a while. I need to get on the Elevation train. But for people that don't watch that, they're—I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of all of a sudden you're like, oh, like how are the varsity blondes facing these guys? You know, are and you know, stuff like that. It's because they get those records padded on 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 Elevation and and Dark, and now all of a sudden they're they're thrusted into the top. It's, look,
1: it's it's one of the great things about AEW because they're able to keep their television programming relatively fresh. Yeah. You don't get sick of seeing somebody on Dynamite. You don't get sick of seeing the same match over and over again. They have such a deep yeah, talent pool so that they can swap people in and out, and they can move the puzzle pieces around. And just when you have time to start missing somebody, they're back on the show. And yeah. and like I, I think it works really, really well. It's honestly how NXT NXT used to be a, a few years ago. You know, when it was only one hour. You know, it was weekly, and we would go for weeks without seeing somebody. But hey, so and so is back next week. Got to watch. Love this guy. Yeah, you know, t- type of deal.
0: Yeah, and I
1: feel like I feel like AEW has a lot of that same old school NXT formula. That their roster is so deep and stacked that they they can afford to you know move around, shift around people every every week, and it never feels. Oh my god! Again, type type of deal. Like I feel like when I'm watching Raw on Mondays, and I I really, I really appreciate the freshness that A that AEW manages to give me every Wednesday night.
0: Do you? Do you set yourself up for that one, and I like it. I'm
1: I'm gonna gonna miss SCU, man.
0: I wanted an excuse to play the old Kaz clip there.
1: There Do you look? Yeah, you had to play it tonight.
0: Oh, hey, like the shirt, by the way.
1: Oh, Jericho holic, brother. I think I have that shirt too. I have to dig in my closet and find it, but I'm pretty sure I have that.
0: Uh, if you're a fan of John Moxley's beautiful wife, Renee Paquette, uh, her cookbook comes out next week, May 18th. Long See, fun-
1: you know what's funny about me?
0: What is funny I- about you?
1: I love watching cooking shows. Oh yeah, I, I love I love watching Chopped. I love watching um guys grocery the, games. You ever watch you know, the
0: uh, British Bacon Challenge?
1: Yeah, you know, be, be Bobby Flay. I love watching those shows, but the idea of me going into a going into a kitchen and trying to replicate these things does not compute in my brain.
0: No, it's if it can so... go, go into the microwave or the air fryer, yeah, we'll do that.
1: Like I want to do it, but it's just like, oh my god, it's so time consuming.
0: Do you have you ever watched you know, that uh, that baking challenge?
1: Yeah, I've seen it before.
0: That's pretty good. I got I got hooked into that.
1: Yeah, I I love I love those shows. They're fu- they're fun and entertaining. Honestly, my TV has Guy's Grocery Games on right now.
0: Nice. So it, mine, it's just mine, like, is, I, mine is mine is raining cooking
1: stuff. I just wish I could. I wish I could cook.
0: Mine is raining uh, Roku logos. <laughs> oh my. Because it's just on. I was just on the main screen. Uh, if you caught me looking at the TV earlier, like what the fuck's going on? It's because my Roku like rebooted. It must have updated or something. Uh, I can I, I set it up so I got TV, gaming, work computer here. So it's all in a row. And, and
1: uh, you set up your own little mini arcade of sorts.
0: Well, no, that's going to be the spare bedroom once ever I shovel it out. Oh my god! Right now it's just a pile of everything. Oh boy. So I got a couple of. Uh dude, my buddy Chris um texted me a couple days ago or last week texted me and goes, dude, Walmart has arcade one up NBA jam machines for two hundred dollars on clearance. And they're no five, shit. They're five hundred dollars normally. I'm like, We're fucking going. And he goes, I I had the day off because I was still on my moving my week off from moving. And yeah. I think it was actually my last day. It was last Thursday it was my last day because i returned to work friday for a short time then i went to get my vaccination so we're like we better go before the after work crowd gets there so we yeah, got up there sure. yeah we got up there he said, he, said he, w- he went there with his mom but he had to he couldn't get a- them now because he was with his mom getting medicine and whatnot for her and stuff and so he's like okay we'll, all right, we'll go up in the afternoon and check it out we went up there they still had three so we each grabbed one that's
1: fucking dude 200 bucks yeah you can't beat
0: that and then i bought the uh the midway legends arcade machine which just came out uh 12 games on it and literally it's my childhood of what i played in bars and arcades when i was a kid dude like Paperboy, joust defender gauntlet um because i had been wanting the gauntlet rampage cart because i wanted the gauntlet mainly uh, on arcade, but it's There's hard Rampage to get.
1: On? you got Rampage on. Rampage there? is on this, yeah. You
0: know? And then uh,
1: Rampage,
0: and then Mortal Kombat one, two, and three.
1: No shit! Oh, that's a hell of a collection.
0: Yeah, the outside of the uh the cabinet is Mortal Kombat two, is what the cabinet is. So, um, it How was much being was that? it was being scalped on eBay for nine hundred dollars. Some people were paying over a grand. I'm like, fuck. Late one night, about one AM, I, I had uh fifteen dollars in Best Buy certificates. And so I was like, Yeah, let's see what's on sale, see what I can buy. I noticed it was in my saved items and it said add to cart. I'm like, Oh motherfucker, it was in stock. I grabbed it and like literally ten minutes later it was out of stock again because people are scalping the fuck out of it. I don't know why. So how much
1: did you get it for? Uh four
0: hundred. The full oh, price. that's
1: a fantastic, fantastic price.
0: Retail, yeah, that's, that was a, re- that's a retail price, yeah.
1: That's I was curious what the retail was like. The fact that it's going for fucking almost a grand on eBay is insane,
0: <laughs> yeah. Jam, yeah, jam retailed for five, um,
1: yeah. So, I, no, I, like normally the arcade one ups are normally about four to five hundred dollars a pop,
0: yeah. Jam for so, two, I mean, that, that's
1: why I would never want to get one because it's just like, and, that's so damn, that's so damn pricey. Like, I would love to have like the Ninja Turtle one, and,
0: yeah. You know and, NBA
1: Jam and Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, but I'm just like, man, for those prices, no thanks.
0: Yeah. And rumors are Simpsons is coming up next, maybe.
1: That would be really cool.
0: Yeah, that arcade was great, man. Turtle, I want to get Turtles too, but um, NBA Jam, man, I played that in the gas station when I was a kid. <laughs> well, not kid. I think I was about eleven or twelve at that point. But
1: I grew, dude. I grew up on the Ninja Turtles arcade machine. Me too.
0: Yep, uh, my buddy. I, I
1: still remember the first time walking into Chuck E. Cheese and seeing that thing for the first time. I just thought I saw so a gift from God. My I buddy just could not uh, believe
0: it. My best friend from elementary, his mom owned The Godfather's Pizza in uh, Nebraska City, and so you know every day in the summer we we'd, we'd hook up and go down there and eat, eat free pizza and fucking play the Ninja Turtles arcade machine, the Simpsons arcade machine. There was a, a Nintendo Place Choice Ten, uh, Shinobi. Love playing Shinobi in the arcade, and they had a Neo Geo machine there as well. And uh, but yeah, dude, played that all the time in that arcade at, at Godfathers, man. It rocked. Well, that was our arcade break for the show. <laughs> Why the hell not? Why So
1: more I guarantee you our listeners are more entertained by that to listen to us talk about Raw.
0: <laughs> right. Uh dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh John Cena is going to write and produce a new series for the the Peacock uh peacock tv tweeted brace yourselves executive producer and narrator john cena will help us bring to life wwe evil an entertaining psychological expose into the minds of the most diabolical antagonists in wwe history wwe evil what a weird name for a show you know what needs to be an arcade one-up machine Wrestlefest!
1: oh that'd be something else man
0: uh, oh, speaking of which, Retro Mania came out on PS4. I bought it. Finally, I had it on. I bought it on Switch. I had it on Switch uh, when it came out way back when. But I mean, I I, I play most of my time on the PS, and so I, was I would much
1: rather play that on a on a sturdy controller yeah. over trying to play it on Switch. Because like, look at well, it, at its heart, there's still a well, button mashing well, mechanic to that to that grapple system, and I would not want to be hammering on on a Joy-Con.
0: No, I don't have I uh, don't have Joy-Con to do that. No, I use a I I use a regular controller on the Switch. Oh, see,
1: I don't I don't have a regular uh yeah. Switch controller. I, it's just, not, I just have the I just have the Joy-Con.
0: It's not the Pro controller, but it's made by uh, 8BitDo. Um and it's basically a it's like a PlayStation controller basically. It has the thumbsticks and shit like that. Um so it's basically like a PS 3 three controllers maybe when I, but it's bluetooth so it obviously it works with the switch yeah, so yeah i don't use the joy cons at all fuck that i hate the fucking joy cons god i think i'm gonna ever use the joy cons i don't mind
1: though because i normally play the thing handheld anyway
0: yeah oh i have a light so i'll use my light for the handheld but i had a light first before i bought the switch itself uh even more trademarks for wwe nathan fraser bailey matthews hit row records teoman miko sadamura amelia mckenzie and steve turner uh we already talked about takeover Um, mansoor was supposed to appear on raw but creative changed and dropped it (laughs) what the fuck you push you bring the guy back and then whatever uh, velveteen dream was backstage at raw but not scheduled to appear in any fashion. Keith Lee who we've not seen in forever tweeted uh, yesterday tweeted today is a day that can and will define the future the wheels have been it can have oh, the wheels can bit in motion and move forward or they can stop completely make your wheels turn except no substitute see on his way out the door?
1: No, I think I think he was saying that he was about he was going met? to check and see if he was about to get cleared or not. Oh. Because later in the day, he tweeted a photo of him walking out of the uh, the war games cage door. War games. So I think that was his way of saying he got cleared. So at least that's what I hope he's saying.
0: Let's hope so. What was wrong with him?
1: That, well, we don't know. Whatever oh. it is, it's been kept very very close to the vest but he hasn't been cleared to compete since february like it's not a situation then just like keeping him off tv for the hell of it like he legitimately has not been he has not been cleared to compete
0: yeah um man watch the sammy vlog this week
1: yep always do
0: good show dude's beat the dude got man the dude got beat up (laughs) It's pretty cool, though, uh, kind of see uh, a behind-the-scenes look at the cage and stuff before the show and whatnot. And uh, just him and Cody having a casual conversation on top of the cage. <laughs> uh, who's winning the friendship tournament, by the way? You think? It's yeah, going I to think be- Flago's going to Flago? somehow
1: pull it off.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, what was up with Sammy at the end of that, though? He, he seemed kind of down just out of it from the beginning it's just
1: a, just a, yeah it was a rough fucking night that's 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 how i took it anyway
0: yeah all right uh two pay-per-views this weekend under siege starring steven steven seagal and then wrestlemania really backlash stop will you stop um we have a uh the ever uh dangerous tbd facing josh alexander for the x division championship I'm guessing that TBD gets filled on Impact on Thursday.
1: I would assume so.
0: No idea who that's going to be though. Um, really, don't have any clue. So we'll just say Josh retains, right?
1: I I would say so. I mean he hasn't
0: he hasn't held
1: it long enough to, for him to to drop it. I feel like you got to give this got to give this guy a rein.
0: Yeah, to been... wa-
1: to wash away the idea that he's a uh, he's a tag team wrestler. You got to you gotta you gotta establish him now as a single star so and he's been
0: and he's been he's been having tremendous matches all throughout this year so
1: oh for sure
0: uh who wins between havoc and rosemary i um on on thursday
1: i, I guess rosemary i don't
0: it, know i don't not, no not gonna it's Deanna. not
1: like they're really pushing either of them
0: no so i think it'd be interesting to see havoc take on Deanna one-on-one since now that she's split from nevaeh Um, I'd assume no change there. No
1: uh, change. That's
0: what you got. Well, <laughs> yeah! oh, I hit two buttons at the same time. Whoops. I don't
1: think actually heard ever... it, it though. That was pretty great.
0: Let me see, let me see if I can replicate that. Gorilla's yeah! <laughs> <laughs> interrupting vents.
1: As he should.
0: Nobody interrupts Vince. Nobody sneezes on Vince. Nobody yawns at Vince. Uh, it's, a of off,
1: Vince.
0: it's a sign of weakness. Vince! The sign of weakness.
1: Fuck off, Vinny Mac. You
0: uh, old decrepit bitch. Uh, I would hopefully think they put Brian Myers over Black Tarus.
1: I would sure as
0: fuck think so. Uh, W, uh, w Morrissey is gonna kill Willie Mack.
1: I'd like to hope it's more competitive than.
0: Oh, it'll be a good match. Willie Mac puts on good matches. So, uh, God, we're not gonna have any title changes on Saturday, are we? Because I don't think uh, Fire and Flavor are gonna beat Grace and Ellering.
1: I think it would be way. I think, yeah, I think it'd be way too soon to flip flop the titles back. You, you have to let everybody. You have to let everybody know that Ellerin's a big deal. Yep. Everyone's...
0: And you know, and if
1: she if she loses her second match, you know, yeah. It's been, look, especially since you just locked Grace into a new multi-year deal,
0: right? Right. Like
1: I, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're. Oh, thanks for resigning with us. We're gonna take the title back now. Like I just that that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Oh, this will be good. Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice taking on the super elite of Omega and the Good Brothers. Um, I would assume the, the elite gets over here. Maybe. Eddie Edwards is probably there to take the, ball, the pinfall from Kenny Omega. Maybe. I don't know. And then your main event, which should be tremendous. <laughs> By God, Omega. By God. Six-way dance to determine the number one contender for the Impact World Championship. Your contenders are Chris Bay, Matt Cardona, Sammy Callahan, Chris Saban, Trey Miguel, and Moose. Matt, who you got out of these six gentlemen?
1: It makes sense for it to be Moose, but the dude's contract's up in June.
0: And then it's heel versus heel.
1: Who are the other five again?
0: Chris Bay, Matt Cardona, Sammy Callahan, Chris Saban, Trey Miguel.
1: And, and Honestly, the only other guy I could see out of that is Sammy Callahan, and he's a heel too. Yeah. Like, I don't see anybody else challenging, challenging Omega. I mean, they could do Trey Miguel – and it would be a great match, but there wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't think for one fucking second that Trey Miguel's beating Kenny Omega. Well, I don't like think if think you didn't leave, you didn't let Rich Swan beat him. Fucking Trey Miguel ain't beating him.
0: I don't believe for one second none of these guys could beat him outside of Moose.
1: That's why I said Moose is the most logical choice. It, like if Moose wins, you you would actually there's look there's something in the back of your mind that thinks you know maybe Moose is going to win this thing. Yeah, but you know if, if they if if Moose isn't you know. In, in that spot, just, ah, man, I, I who they're going to win that match. Like, if, if Moose wasn't, if Moose's contract wasn't up in June, and maybe it's not, maybe he's already assigned a new deal, you know, and this is all part, and this is all part of a storyline or whatever. um, But, it, it, if he, if he, if he's, if he's truly if his contract's truly up, I can't I can't see them putting him putting him in such a high profile match. Especially since that match is happening at Slammiversary, right? Isn't the uh, winner of the six pack facing Omega at Slammiversary? I would assume so. Yeah, so that's way after Moose's contract supposedly expires. Yeah. So, yeah, like that's the only, that's the honestly. The, people are going to want to tune in for that match just because, like, legitimately, I don't know who the fuck's going to win.
0: Well, uh, Trey Miguel did beat Sammy Callahan at that pay per view in the last man standing. So maybe I, my gut said Trey Miguel off the bat.
1: To me, it's too much too soon.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Josh Alexander, uh, there's going to be a six way match on Impact uh, to determine. Uh, who faces him uh, tomorrow, and it's Ace Austin, Petey Williams, Rohit Raju, TJP, AC Romero, and El Phantasmo. I think El Fantasmo wins that. Oh, my God. El Phantasmo and Josh Alexander would be a fucking killer match.
1: They didn't bring in El Phantasmo just to you know, no. sit twiddle his thumbs. So no. you're, pro- you're probably right there.
0: Man, I like El Phantasmo, too. Hell, I could see him beating Josh Alexander, to be honest. I
1: know. That that would be a mistake. Probably. It's not it's not like you have El Fantasmo under a deal. He's just
0: <laughs> impact wrestling ever made you know, a mistake.
1: <laughs> I would I wouldn't do it. Look, you already have two of your main titles on people that aren't contracted with your company. Mm-hmm. Let's not make it a third.
0: <laughs> then they all leave together. Oh, what the fuck we do now? WrestleMania that Backlash. Really,
1: that would be really bad, dude.
0: WrestleMania Backlash, because we had to add WrestleMania to the title of the pay-per-view. Uh, Here we are, typical WWE. Well, actually, you never know. They've been doing shorter pay-per-views with no fans, so like six matches on the card. Uh, they'll probably add something from SmackDown on Friday.
1: It'll be somewhere between two and a half and a three-hour pay-per-view.
0: Yeah. Uh, When's the
1: start time? Are they saying seven or eight? I know they had that weird start time for Mania where it was eight o'clock again. Like, Is its is it eight o'clock for Backlash or is it seven? let's
0: check back to regular
1: okay good i like the seven o'clock i like the seven o'clock start time better Me too. that way the normally the pay-per-view is done by 10 o'clock
0: yeah because i'm going to be working until who knows when on sunday night so i hopefully it ain't that long and then i can catch it when i get home uh, six matches uh are announced so far. Damian Priest, Miz, Lumberjack match. Uh, uh that's gonna be uh, Damian Priest right there.
1: Yeah, I think it would be insane to do anything else.
0: Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. My God, I'd love to see Cesaro win, but um, I, I honestly don't think he, he's gonna take the title off of Roman.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. But it would be pretty cool if they shot the world, essentially.
0: I think it's all but booked that uh that Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio will be the first ever father-son tag team champions, though they should have fucking done it at WrestleMania.
1: I completely agree with you. I don't know why they I don't know why they put it off and now they don't get to do it in front of a crowd. It's 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 very <laughs> ridiculous. Very weird to me.
0: Triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. Who do you got? <sighs> I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be Charlotte. If Alexa
1: Bliss gets involved, Ripley retains.
0: Looks like she if was not. Targeting... Charlotte wins. Yeah, I think Charlotte's going to win. I think Alexa was targeting Shayna Baszler. I, I see. You would think that, but a lot
1: of when she was doing that stupid laugh at the end on the stage, they kept shifting the camera back to Charlotte. Yeah. And they did it an obscene amount to Charlotte as compared to anybody else standing out there at ringside. Yeah. And they also had Lily staring at Sonya Deville the week before.
0: Well, Lily... and Sonya
1: Deville is clearly attached to Charlotte, Charlotte right now. And, so and, and, I'm and thinking
0: Lily, Lily stares at whatever direction the dolls pointed at. So,
1: you know what I fucking mean? <laughs> Fabe so, ain't dead brother. <laughs> so I, 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 I think if, if, if bliss doesn't get in, if bliss gets involved, Rhea will retain if Bliss does not get involved. They're putting the pot title back on Charlotte.
0: It's good, uh, so. good, a good uh, plan. I think Charlotte wins, and then I don't know. I don't know. It would. And I, then we I,
1: wait for Becky to come back.
0: The thing is with Charlotte, though, they just want to get her count up before she retires. Because I don't think Charlotte's going to wrestle for that much longer. To be honest with you. So, I could see Charlotte getting the title and being a transitional champion to uh, to uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Because all they're doing is just trying to pad Charlotte's numbers. So, I think that's why I think Charlotte's going to win. Be 11. I, don't
1: think, I don't think Charlotte's going anywhere, to be you perfectly know, honest, honest with you. I know. just don't
0: feel like she's going to wrestle for too much longer. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Bianca Belair, Bailey, I think that's pretty obvious, Matt. Yeah, Belair's got
1: to retain.
0: Yep. And uh, triple threat for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman. Who you got? Something t- something's telling me that Drew's going to win the title
1: back, and then I'm going to say, then why didn't you just do it at Mania?
0: Something's telling me. And they'll me be that- like, we
1: did do it at Mania, pal. Backlash.
0: Something's telling me. Uh, something was telling me Strowman might win because they're finally booking him right, but... Then he stood tall last night, last on Monday. So that just killed my whole fucking thing. So I'm going with uh, you and putting it on Drew. And you're right. Why the fuck not just do it with? But at the same time, I think they should have gave. I mean, give Lashley a proper.
1: A I know, problem. and I agree with that. But look, if the plan all along was just to put the title back on Drew. Yeah. Then just do it at Mania in front of the crowd, so they can pop off the title change.
0: You know what? You can always put the
1: title back on Lashley later.
0: You know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm saying Bobby Lashley retains, and his next challenger is a returning Keith Lee.
1: See, I think Keith Lee's going to be the one to eventually take the title from Sheamus. Mm. I think the whole open challenge then is setting up for, for Keith Lee's return. Because so, mm. Keith Lee and Sheamus had that history before yeah. all this went down, and he was also supposed to win the United States Championship at the Elimination Chamber Pay-Per-View. So yeah. I think Keith Lee's return will be utilized with the open challenge on Sheamus. So I, I don't I don't think he's going I don't think he's going WWE title picture yet cuz I don't think Vince trusts him enough yeah. to put him in the WWE title picture yet.
0: I you know, and obviously Sheamus has not had a bad match in a year and a half and so that match with Keith Lee's going to be pretty damn good.
1: Oh, all his matches with Keith Lee were amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I could totally see it going to Drew. That's yeah,
1: Who, whoever, look, Strowman's taking whoever wins. Strowman's eating the pinfall. So,
0: yeah,
1: you know, Lashley and Lashley and uh, um and McIntyre aren't aren't uh, aren't taking the fall in this match. Strowman's in there to eat the pin.
0: Yeah, and they've been booking Strowman well, a lot better than they have Yeah, so
1: he said he'd be ready to eat the pen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that's why I thought maybe... That's what WWE does. Yeah, that's why I thought maybe he might win, but then he did what he did on Monday to end the show, and so, yeah, good luck with that. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Lost the Midcard. So uh, we got a couple of good pay-per-views to enjoy this weekend. Hope you do that. Um, Thank you for tuning in thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host and enabling us to be on itunes spotify any of your favorite podcasting apps all you gotta do is search for lost in midcard hit that subscribe button then you'll know every time a new episode comes your way typically on thursdays and we're on the youtube links to that are on our facebook page facebook.com slash in the card, or on twitter at litmc podcast uh give us a subscribe there even if you don't uh uh check out the video version of the podcast give us a subscribe help us out a little bit there we would appreciate it matt's on the twitter raw f showtime i am on the twitter at jb huskers and before we ride off into that sunset enjoy a couple of pay-per-views this weekend matt what are your final thoughts
1: very much looking forward to double or nothing and if anybody wants to go with me please reach out to me on social media give me a give me a reason to go down to jacksonville
0: reach out to him on craigslist
1: no i'm not on craigslist pal (laughs)
0: <laughs> for Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost Midcard. We'll be back at you next week with our Under Siege and Backlash reactions. <laughs>